Once again, it is June 20th, 2012, when this is released. It is again back to Hobby Wednesday. I know we kind of skipped the Hobby Wednesday last week, but we're back on target. I actually worked on a hobby project. I posted it up on the forums, but I wanted to go ahead and go ahead and give it a good talk through and describe the project as I completed it and, and some extra thoughts maybe I had to share through this project that aren't really spelled out on the forums. And so, well, that project is my display board for Blood in the Sun for my Dark Elf Army. And actually, this isn't just Blood in the Sun, but Blood in the Sun is a tournament that actually inspired this piece to be made. So I'm really happy with the way it ultimately turned out for the expense and the time that I was able to put into it. It really did turn out really sharp looking. It really does help the army. Just It gives that army the wow factor. And that's one of the things that display boards really do. One of the things I definitely don't feel about display boards is that they should be so ridiculously over the top that they dominate the appearance of your army. So with this one in particular, going with my old Dark Elves, since I was bringing them back off the shelf, I hadn't played them, really played them in any kind of serious competition or even regular gameplay for, heck, probably three or four years now. So it was kind of nice to dig these models off the board. Some of them aren't really what I would say are at the top level of where I'm painting right now, but it was it was really nice to be able to put this whole army on the finished display board as simple as my display board was, and go, that's a new level of wow. That's a new level of, it got me, it's getting me even more excited coming up to this weekend to be able to play in this tournament and be able to bring this army that has an all new level of wow factor. And I just can't, I'm just really excited to see where my paint score falls, where the judges feel it ends up being, and to be able to take some feedback from the people at the event about what they think this board and how this thing looks so far the pictures have been received from the people that i've gotten comments on been received and and very much appreciated so without further ado let's go ahead and talk about how, what i really did uh make this board now i've got a list of materials on the site and the one kind of key material here the couple of key materials here was the, the picture frame itself and this i just happened to be stopping by michael's it's uh hobby and craft store chain here in the u.s and they had i was picking up paint brushes i really was just looking for a couple of brushes so i could you know my pile of collection of brushes were pretty beat up and walked over to the just kind of walking through the store i always like to kind of walk through michael's and see because i always got neat stuff for on sale or whatever and Lo and behold, they have these picture frames on sale. I'm like, I could really use a display board. And I bet you I've seen people that did the, the essentially the kind of framed 
around the army and it looked really sharp. So I'm like, oh, I'll just grab this. It cost me sub fifteen dollars to buy the frame, and it's a, you know from the pictures you can see it's a dark wooden frame, nice little trim on it. It's really pretty. Uh, okay, and there's no glass. I didn't want to, the stupid glass insert or anything. I brought it home. Immediately, I ripped all the extra like little things to hang it on the wall and ripped all that stuff off, and then went and measured out. We measured out the insides and cut a piece of plywood that fit real nice and glued it in place, kind of let it set, and I had to flip it over because the seams in the frame where the, the sections of wood for the frame connect, the glue actually leaked through because it wasn't a solid enough leak-free seal. So I did it when about an hour or two into flip, into drying. I had to flip it over and wipe all that excess glue because I didn't want that to, to show through or dry as a lump. And all the glue I used for the project was all just basic Elmer's or PVA glue, depending on where you're where you are in the world. But so next up, once I gotta get let it set up, and I had to let it set, I really emphasized letting this thing set up for at least a full day because that's really what PVA needs to truly set up and to its full rigidity and strength. Once everything was set up and it was all glued in place. I, I painted up the entire top surface of the plywood you know, that's in the center of the picture frame with just PVA glue. And I mixed this probably about 20% water with the glue. I don't like it too thin in water because I want it as much as I will, as it seems like I'm wasting additional glue. But if I get too much water at this stage, I, th I find that as I'm brushing over this large surface area, it kind of, it, it, the glue wants to kind of bubble up in little globules on the board, and that's not good. It, you know, especially then I gotta go brush it over, and then quick dump the flock over, and it ends up making more of a mess. So the thicker the glue, I find that this works better. I, I then dusted the whole thing with basically sandbox sand, which I buy at the fifty-pound bag from any homes, like a Home Depot, Lowe's, any DIY store, you know, home improvement store. They usually have that kind of stuff, and it uh, for us here in the U.S., it's about $4 a bag, and honestly, it's the same stuff you pay $10 to Citadel for, for the little thing of Games Workshop sand. So, you know, I pay $10, or I could pay $4. Somehow, I still think I'm getting the short end of the stick here because I'm buying sand, and that probably costs the distributor just man hours and uh, whatever the cheap, lousy bag cost him to put it in. <laughs> so I'm probably in the wrong racket here. I should be selling people sand. But uh, besides the point, pick it up the cheap way. Go in, buy the 50-pound bag with, like, five friends. You all, you know, ten friends, you all throw in 50 cents or whatever. <laughs> you go down to the truck and take some food storage containers and share it out to all your gaming friends. That's your top tip. You'll have all the sand you need for all the basing and terrain for probably the next 10 years. So I got all this. I sanded that. I let that dry up after I dumped off the excess. Painted that with a, started with a black paint that's, I go to the cheapest paint I can find that's black. Usually comes in big tubes. And uh, watered it down about 50% water. Brush the whole thing off. 
And it's important here at every stage when I'm putting the sand, when I put the sand down, when I paint, put the put each layer of paint on. It, inevitably, you're going to slop a little bit on the on the paint on the frame itself. And it's very important to go back with a nice soft cloth, maybe a little. Maybe if you're going to use a, a towel or something like that, you'd have it moistened maybe with a little water. Um, I used napkins, which were a little bit softer than the paper towel I had on hand, and just wipe any excess you get on the frame right away before it gives any chance to dry. That way it's nice, clean, sharp. You'll, your end product will definitely not be taken away from your sloppiness as you were doing the initial painting. So I, I did that initial black coat. Then I let that dry. It took about an hour and a half before I got ants in my pants now it's sitting on my basement where i got the humidifier going so it probably dried a little faster than say it would have just being up in my garage or something like that so you really gotta kind of watch that i did let it dry it was fully dry when i did the first when i did all the dry brushing i dry brushed i mixed a little bit of that black then with a, I have this really light it's almost a white gray that i mixed with some of the black to get like it was probably about the color of codex gray the old citadel codex gray and brush the entire surface that sand surface with that codex gray now this matches my dark elf faces my dark every single dark elf in my army has got a little bit of strip of of sand that had been painted on just exactly pretty much this way now all the sand is gray as soon as that was done i went right to just straight that white gray and did a real fine dry brush to bring the high points of that sand up and make it kind of pop. Now, you you look at it and you go, oh, at this size, I've got little brush strokes. And you're going, well, what kind of size brush you use? And I was using about a two-inch, you know, standard wall paint brush. And you'll look at it and you go, oh, i got streaks where it looks like brush strokes. It's all right because next step, you're gonna, I want to cover up a lot of that with flock and I want a nice thick layer of flock so I paint on my glue where the flo- I want the flock to be after it's after it's set up and dried now the paint is dried I paint on where I want my flock to go and dump flock all over it and this kind of starts to hide a lot of those if you got like a oops this spot here I got a little bit too much paint on but it it evened out all the rest of the you know area just cover that up with flock nobody's gonna know nobody's gonna care nobody's gonna see it then I decided so the first of this brown soil, it's woodland scenic soil flock, I think is what it is. And I put that on, it kind of made a U shape in the center. You do whatever you want, really, whatever your personal taste or eyeball look, likes. And then I did a, I let that set up, and then I basically put some snow on, and some woodland scenic snow on some spots, and let that set up. And then I sprayed it all with the woodland scenics. Uh, it's basically watered down, water really watered down, till it's like milky white water in PVA glue, and then just sprayed that all over the the whole thing, wiped up the excess they got on the frame, and that really helps that flock just stick and stick onto the thing rather than oh every time you handle it a little flock's rubbing off. No, this this will help the flock really adhere. So I don't do that necessarily on my miniatures, of course, but on any of the like the big tables, I made three four by six tables for Mayhem last year, and you can definitely tell the one that I had sprayed, the flock adhered so much better. So it's really a, a nice thing to do, and you don't lose that. It doesn't all of a sudden look. If you're holding your spray bottle plenty away, plenty of, like a couple feet away from the piece you're working on, 
and you do that spray, it'll never really, it won't make your flock look funny or anything like that. You don't spray it till it's hosed down wet. Just nice, light, fine spray. Perfect. Works great every time. Once the flock was done, it was all set up, the board was complete. I mean, it, there's nothing more to it. I mean, it's just, you know, really just giving it enough time and getting the cut right on the on the initial piece of plywood. There was the real talent, I think, in this project was. Uh, you know, I had the plywood kind of laying around from the actually the previous homeowners. They had left the piece of plywood here, so it's a great opportunity to use that chunk of wood. And... So all I really had into it was, you know, the cost of the flock, which is minimal, and the cost of the sand, which is extra minimal, and I've had the sand laying around for more than a year, now well, almost two years I've had that bag of sand, and, you know, then the cost of the picture frame. So the whole project cost me sub $25. If I had to go out and buy all the materials, I'd probably, you know, spent, you know, 35 40 US dollars on this whole project but then I would have had all those materials all the sand all the flock left over for future terrain projects that I wouldn't have to re or or even basing my models and whatever those kind of projects so I wouldn't have to reinvest all those materials a second time around anyways I wanted to go ahead and share that project with you and it really looks nice with that and you see in the pictures that I have taken my altar of cane and put that kind of as the center focal point for the whole army in the display and I'm going to use that again a bit at bits as well to really help show off the army for the paint judges and the appearance judges it really helps those characters stand out by standing them on top of that altar of cane but well I think when I go to uh, the screw city GT this fall that's 3,000 points as you can tell my board is really packed so I don't think I'll be able to fit a whole lot more on there course 600 points but you know i got probably another unit of seven or eight shades and another hydra and we'll see what else you know at that point i've got a i'm going to start running really running out of space so i'm going to really uh be careful here as i get ready for the screw cdgt and make sure that i can fit my entire army on that on that board that i have so anyways i'm going to go ahead and sign out this is your Wednesday edition of the Conesy's Diary. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, really nice board, man. Really liked it, Conesy. It's great. It's great. Well done, little Knurk. I hope Paul can take a note from you. <laughs> hey. Peace out, fan. Peace out, folks.